I really hope caffeine's not bad for you. I would be bankrupt without caffeine, I think. Fair enough. Episode three, people. <laughs> Tris. Trace. Trace. <laughs> We're here. Caffeined up. Caffeine ready to go. fired up. So we might start yelling a little bit <laughs> on this podcast. So if it gets too loud. How much I, coffee have you had today? Um, well, as of right now, when we're recording this podcast, this would be my, I guess, two and a half. No, that's not bad. You want a Celsius right now? We, we can. If I shot bump that up. Celsius right now. Oh my gosh. Let's I think go. I, I think I would have a panic attack. <laughs> I think I'd have a panic Dude, attack and then blackout. You know, when you just like keep having caffeine to like stay up and drive or something, yep. and then it just induces the the anxiety feel where your heart's oh, racing, yeah. but you're, you're not more, you're awake, but you're not more alert or anything. You're just yeah. kind of. So I kind of experienced Heart's that a racing. little bit. Yeah. When I went to Florida and I drove the 10 hours, like I drank a decent amount of caffeine, like every couple hours. And yeah, I, I could feel like towards the end, it was more of like a nervousness. Dude, that's than, tough. Uh, it's a tough feeling. But first off, we need you to acknowledge the Georgia TCU game. No. Georgia man. No, you know what? No I'm chance of covering the spread, right? You know what, Joe? I am a man of my mistakes and i will sit here on this podcast and deny 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 <laughs> and say i never said that <laughs> here's the thing though you were right the over was a, over, was a lot i mean it was because georgia did it by themselves not quite so, but actually no they did they did yeah yeah you know i am a man of my word and i will admit my mistakes and say i completely botched the tcu georgia score i botched the winner. spread i botched the winner Got the over. And I did get the over. So I went one for but four. But you did claim you were going to parlay it. So, yeah. So, luckily, we didn't parlay it. I almost put a lot of money, but luckily, we didn't because we don't have. We're money. talking, guys, like <laughs> at least 10 bucks, maybe 20. Yeah. We were talking. I was going to have to take out a we're small loan. We're talking double digits. Small loan. Double digits. Small loan. It's like we can go to Gelati Celeste. You have to take out a small loan. You're not wrong. Uh, but yeah. So, anyway, got that wrong. But majority of my picks. We're yeah, right. we'll, we'll definitely jump into yeah for the wild card. weekend, but but yeah, it's unfortunate. So that that's unfortunate. But you know what's fortunate, Joe? Tell me what's fortunate. You know what I did over the weekend that I haven't done in a long, long time. What's that? I hopped on to my little PS4. I grabbed the controller by the horns. I played Fortnite, and God forbid, right? Me and my buddy got a dub. I mean, the dub felt. Do you know that I've never played Fortnite ever? I used to watch my roommates play at some in college, but so it's never, been never really once. nice to do this podcast with you. But you're gonna have to find <laughs> another co-host. The first, the first strike was me not liking country music. Bang. Strike two, never played Fortnite. I'll give strike, you one more. I'll give you one strike more. Strike three. <laughs> you know what the the saying is? Yeah. Two strikes you're out. It's one, two. Man, this turned into a singing podcast. Three strikes out. Between so anyway, this and the Whopper, I played Fortnite, right? Yeah. And uh, let me preface with this. I'm not a huge video game guy. I did love sports games growing up. Like I played a lot of FIFA and Madden. Yeah. Growing up, played a little bit of Call of Duty, but never got a, a really into like the first person shooter much. Went to college, and Fortnite came out, and it was like 2016, I think. Yeah. 2017 around that time, and me and my buddies in college would all get our TVs and go to one dorm room, right? And so just be set up four TVs. That's pretty cool. And it would be, it, seriously, probably top five college memory. You know, if any of my college friends are listening from here, I mean, it was unbelievable. We'd have like, we'd play squads in Fortnite, TV, 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 Just PS4, going. PS4, PS4. 
It was unbelievable. We would lose so many games, which makes no sense because the communication was unbelievable. But to wrap the story up, got a dub. First dub in probably a year or so, year plus, and did it ever feel good. Mm. You got me fired up talking about the sports games because that was yeah. awesome. At like NCAA and Madden, which NCAA with NIL stuff's coming back, and that's got yeah. me fired up. Don't yeah. have anything to play it on. But I'll, I'll find a way. What, like, what are the chances that we are going to be featured on that game? <laughs> Once we get NCAA? drafted. NCAA? Well, we, you know, we, we still have eligibility left. Or do we become like commentators for it? Yes. The next Madden. Instead, the it's next, ask, ask Joe. Ask we're, Christian. So how like Pat McAfee's the new face of college football and that like, you know, commentating. We are the face of college football announcing video game. That's pretty cool. I'll take it. Yeah. Unlikely, but I'll take it. But likely. But okay, though. I want to jump into so much NFL stuff to cover. Sorry to cut you and off. And such a little time. Such a little time. I will say, well, no, I'm going to get into the games in a minute. But first, I got a little question for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it like, what was the dumbest decision? The thought is, what is the most frustrating part of this past weekend to watch? I've got three different scenarios from Yep. Me. So what was the dumbest decision? First of all, Joey Bosa. Huh? I'm going to lump three of his together. First of all, lining up in the neutral zone yep. on the sack that was negated because of neutral zone infraction. He wasn't even the one who had the sack, just lined up off sides. Or to his uh, yelling at the ref, uh, personal foul, yep. that set up the kickoff. And then three, him with the unsportsmanlike conduct, when he set up the little Trevor Lawrence, two-point conversion. I mean, literally, he went... Boop. Literally, I mean, he's a foot away, and he's, the man's got massive long arms. Yeah, he's, he's like 7'12". Like He's huge. Yeah. And by massive, I don't mean strong because no. he looks like a little skinny lizard, but just stuck his arm out. You think, I know. Okay. Who do you so think, think can bench I, more? You're Trevor Lawrence. I am very biased with Trevor Lawrence. Went to South Carolina, obviously. Yeah. Don't like Clemson. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have no comment. Anyway, so just well, you're, you're reaches his down. long, lanky arms across, gets a two-point conversion. Uh-huh. So Joey Bosa there. Number two, Kirk Cousins. Throwing the ball three yards into man coverage on a fourth and eight. You like that? Th throws it five yards before the line to gain. Yep. And of on, course they don't on get a it. game changing fourth yep. down. Game on the line. Don't know what the man's doing there. Number three, the Ravens clock management. Now, I will preface it with saying I understand that it was fourth and 20. You could be like, well, the clock didn't matter. I would argue that it did matter. One, it changed their play calls. Yeah. Two, they like the um, holding call that they got wouldn't have happened. I don't think with more time on the clock because he had to get out of bounds. So he reverses the field to run across. Yeah. You're always more likely to get a holding when you try to reverse the field. Very true. So all that to say, which one is the most frustrating for me, right? Watching the games mm -hmm. overall was the dumbest. I think was the Joey Bosa. The fact that he threw his helmet, like, I don't even, you know, the, the other stuff he did, he made mistakes. He didn't have a great game. Great. But the mental error of throwing your helmet, because the Jags would kick an extra point. Dude. Right? Jags kick an extra point, and then they kick the field goal at the and end of the overtime. game. And it's overtime. They still have a chance. Dude, I'm, I'm with you because, well, okay, I think that that was the most costly. Yeah. I think the most frustrating, though, was probably the Ravens. I don't think the Ravens would have won either way, yeah. even if it went to overtime. But just watching them huddling up with a minute and a half left, just mm -hmm. running on the clock. They ended the game with a timeout. The timeout that they did take when they had two remaining was because they were in a delay of game. Yep. Like, that was just, that was just kind of one of those, like, what do 
are you doing? Yeah, I agree. But but to be fair, I don't know if part of that was because they don't have Lamar Jackson. Maybe the two-minute offense isn't the same. They haven't practiced things like trying to get a play call in. Yeah, there's a lot happening. That was frustrating. Kirk Cousins won, also very frustrating. But I'll give him benefit of the doubt. Maybe he thought pressure was coming sooner and thought that Hawkinson would break the tackle. Still don't love it. You got to throw it past the line again. Yeah, for me, I think Kirk Cousins ranks above. The Ravens. So you would go Joey Bosa, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Ravens. Kirk. I mean the fact. I mean you know fourth and fourth and eight. You got to throw it eight yards, <laughs> right? I mean just not three. Yeah, in man coverage too. Yeah, like I get it. It's their zone, and you think, well, okay, zone and it's Jamar Chase, but you're tight end and man, like that's low percentage, especially against a linebacker. Yeah, I mean linebacker that's tight end wrap up. Uh, but okay, so run through of the games. Yep. 49ers Seahawks, Bang. pretty much what we expected. Yeah. Closer first half. All the games I would say are closer than I expected. I agree. Seahawks obviously just didn't hang in the second half, which you were texting me because you know I had the 49ers in the yeah. Super Bowl. You're like, look at the Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks like, were up at half, too. I was like, it's not gonna last. 17-16, they were up. I was and like, Geno Smith was playing pretty well. It's like it's not gonna last. Yeah, but well, most good. So that one don't. pulled away. Then Chargers Jags. That game was so. But, hold on, before we go to Chargers Jags, yeah. I will. I want to make one comment. The 49ers second half looked like a, the Super Bowl team we we're talking about. Well, that's the way they've been all year. No, like, I mean it's eleven straight games. Well, right? They had. They've won. Yeah, so they got Christian McCaffrey game one yep. with him barely used. They lost, then won eleven straight. But I think I think there were three games they didn't allow points in the second half this season. Yeah, I mean, their row. defense is is. So solid. But it, it's a complete team now with it Debo is. and Christian McCaffrey and Kittle and then Brandon Ayuk and then the defense being so shut down. Yeah. Uh, They're still going to lose the Eagles, but keep going. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. TCU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I I went better. I was more. Yes, I was facts, higher. I was better. I was more. I was higher. I was more. On you're the right. wild card predictions. You're right because... Next game, Chargers Jags. Yep. Which what? Who'd you who'd you say? I had the Chargers. You had was the feeling great about it. Twenty seven yeah. nothing. Yeah. And then second half, the Jags. Honestly, I think the defense were the difference in this game. The Jags defense was shut down. They were getting yep. so much pressure on Herbert yep. while still covering receivers. Great game plan in the second half. Yeah, they came out, come out, came out nice. And got, I don't know I mean, whether to give this to credit uh, this credit to Trevor Lawrence or Peterson. Maybe probably both of them, but Trevor Lawrence bounced back well in the second half after just yeah. an abysmal first half, which I think that he got overhyped the way he played in the second half. But I think the mental bounce back of just playing well and not getting timid and still throwing the ball is tough. I think like, it's like if you shake I the ball, your golf. bias is screwing you up here, Joe. Trevor Lawrence, to quote Pat McAfee, dog, right? Dog. I mean, the fact that this guy. This guy has the resiliency to throw four picks, right? He he had the worst half of, of a football quarterback ever in playoff history. And the comeback, and yeah, I agree. I, I agree that the Chargers defense didn't play that great in the second half. And I agree that Peterson probably had a better game plan and the, and the Jags coaching staff had a better game plan. But who's the one executing that game plan? Dog. It's right? a lot of people. Well, here's the thing, though. I agree. I agree to some of what you're saying. I think, though, that in the second half, the Chargers, while the Jags were getting pressure and covering receivers, the Chargers were neither getting pressure or covering receivers. Yeah. So yeah. 
yes, he came out and he was still slinging it and he, he got more accurate and he played better. But he had a ton of time and a lot of open receivers. He did. Better game plan. And then yep. there were all these crosses that he would dump to Kirk or um, get ETN, and they would just run like 30 yards with it. Like, right. But there still. Is, but yes, it's tough. Most, it's like, again, to, to bring in a little golf example, if you shank the ball in the woods, it's hard to come back with confidence. And oh, my like, gosh. Yeah. Try stuff and knock in your head. And so there's that to be said. But I, I just think that people were like, Trevor Lawrence is a hero. And I, just, I think... Joey Bosa, the, the Chargers defense was. It was a culmination was not, of stuff, but as it always give is, give Trevor Lawrence the credit, dude. I, I don't He's know if that'll happen. Some credit. I was way too happy with uh, <laughs> the first half performance. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, I was happy with the field goal at the end. It's just solidified just the win. Barely sneaking. So yeah. yes, you're right. You did better with me. Yep. I feel so did confident. Way better than you. So confident. No, just with one it. game. But um, then. Bills fins. Yes. That game surprised me. That game me. was actually surprisingly close. I one was impressed with how the fins showed up. Yep. Skylar Thompson playing way better than expected. Still made a number of mistakes, but like came out pretty good. Would you ever name your son Skylar? I have no idea. I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I haven't Maybe. thought about that at all. Yeah. Maybe I don't yeah. hate the name. No, also I think I'm it's not like cool that name. has to be a name. It's, it's cool. definitely yeah. a gender neutral name. Yeah, it's cool. I kinda like gender neutral yep. names. Kind of cool. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I think the Bills, though, played really sloppy. I still yeah. like them as a Super Bowl team. Yep. But I think that that was a sloppy game. And and you've got to, like, you can beat the Finns playing like that. You can't beat the Chiefs. Okay. Bengals would be a, I don't, I still like the Chiefs over the Bengals right now because of how injured the O-line is. Yeah, they worked so tough. hard to rebuild after last year. And then all the injuries. And they had another one last night against the Ravens. Yeah, and so uh, you're just putting Joe Burrow in the place where you've got to be a superstar. Joe which, Burrow. Which he is, but yeah. that's well, not the most Well, they're going to have to devise their game plan around just those short, high percentage passes because he's not going to have time to yeah. complete much out. Make sure Mixon's playing well. So, yeah. I mean, overall, Dolphins, I thought, played well. That, Mixon's again, got to block better, too, though. Yeah. Once again, I really like Dolphins head coach, man. Mike McDaniels. Yeah, I, I love yeah. McDaniels. Overall, I thought McDaniels had a good game plan, and Bills did play a little sloppy, but give some credit to the Dolphins, actually, you no, know, I having agree. a good game plan. I enjoyed, enjoyed that game. Yeah. Then uh, game two, the Giants-Vikings. Told you you were crazy with yeah, the two scores I, for the Vikings, though. I thought I really thought, Joe, that the Vikings were going to be pissed off because everyone was saying they're a bad 13-4 and four team. And they don't deserve to be the, that's, you know, the two seed and all this stuff. And I thought everyone was saying that analysts, fans, and they came out like a herd of sheep, just <laughs> waiting for the giants to take control of them. Dude, the thing is though, they just aren't that good of a team. Yeah. I mean, which to be fair, I knew going into it, I just thought their luck was going to continue one more week. Cause I thought it was going to be a close game, Yep, which it was. But I thought that they were going to get lucky one more week and it was going to run out against the 49ers. That, that was just what I assumed. Yep. I was wrong. I Kirk was Cousins wrong. also threw the ball three yards on fourth and eight yeah. with the game on the line. Well, also, Danny Dimes played extremely well. He did play really well. Also, He's so fast. Saquon played so well, too, which is we all knew that he could be this. He was that. And yeah. then that opened up Danny Dimes some more. Daniel Jones played very well. But Danny Dimes was a what? A dog. A dog. <laughs> And then we kind of touched on it, but the Bengals-Ravens game. Mm -hmm. Ravens showed up better. Huntley played well. Agreed. I thought it was a I potential. It was more of a I, blowout. I, I, yeah, I did too. I thought that um, 
the Bengals were going to win. I was pretty pretty confident that, that was going to happen yeah. no matter what. I uh, thought that there was potential of it being a close game, but probably not. Yeah. They played well. Uh, Got to give them props there. But man, that was so tough to watch. Yeah, the, the final the drive. Last drive. I know, man. Well, it's always frustrating looking from the outside mm. in and the time management and stuff. But like we talked about earlier, I mean, Lamar they almost has, got a delay of game, though. I know. They had to burn a timeout to keep from getting a Who delay. Who do you blame? Do you blame the coach? Do you blame the quarterback? Offense coordinator? Who do you blame in that situation? Again, this is easy looking from the outside it in. It is. I think part of it is the way the Ravens are structured. They're they're a run team. Mm -hmm. They're gonna they're not like like the Bengals do in a two minute drive. Easy money with yeah. Joe Burrow. Not the case with the Ravens. So I think that that's tough and that has to factor in. But I think that part of it's quarterback, new quarterback, not having Lamar. A lot of it's coaching. Like yeah, you you've got to figure. Yeah. You've got to have some quick plays. Figure it. And as out. a coach, you've got to know that you have a new quarterback. Mm -hmm. well not new it's been several weeks now but like you, you've got to be prepared of like here are the plays here's how we're doing it you just can't do that because you set yourself in a position where you're very limited play calling wise right uh well there's dude, yeah. i thought there was a chance though when the ball got like tipped up came oh back, my god that dive it was kind of hand. close do you see that yeah i mean it, it would have been a very tough catch but wow if if he would have caught Speaking that of, with drops though there were so many drops in the early part of the vikings or not vikings uh bills defense game did you see oh, that I know. like waddle had a couple anyway. yeah that hurt the Dolphins bad, too. And then, okay, so tonight, this is Monday. Episode's coming out Tuesday, so it'll yep. be yesterday. Bucks, uh, Cowboys, do you still like Bucks? I here? still really like the Bucks. So here's my here's my thing. My thing is, if it's week nine, uh -huh. right, and the Cowboys play the Bucks, I think Cowboys take it. I think Cowboys overall are more talented, better, yeah. you know, I mean, more weapons. Overall, I think a better team. But, Cowboys in the playoffs compared to Tom Brady in the playoffs. I completely agree. I think Cowboys are a better team. We all know they choke. I think Tom Brady, well, let me put it this way. I heard someone say this and I completely agree. If you pick with Tom Brady to beat the Bucks, mm -hmm. or sorry, if you pick Tom Brady to beat the Cowboys, yep. they lose. Yep. You can live with yourself. You're like, you know what? I I picked Tom Brady. We're good. Like, yeah. High percentage. If you pick against Tom Brady and the Cowboys win or in the Bucks win, that's hard to come back from where you're yeah. like, I chose Dak over Tom Brady. Like I went against the goat because do you see this? He has 35 playoff wins right now. That's like third highest franchise. I think, <laughs> I think the Patriots are at 37 or 38. If I'm not wrong, wins as a franchise. Like at so I understand that things are different. And at some point things change, but man, like at some point you've got to just trust that. Yeah. Well, as a not huge Tom Brady fan, although man in the arena kind of changed that a little bit for me. Did it? There, even when they played the Panthers in the Super Bowl, when it was like recapped, I was like, I kind of wanted him to get that, which yeah. anyway, it's a whole nother I would never say that again. Yeah. Don't yeah. ever say that again. That's yeah. I regret it. Yeah. I have vulnerability remorse. Right yeah. Now. You better, you better take that back. But I think this is Tom Brady's 20th season. In the playoffs, twenty. Dang. I mean, you can count on two hands how many NFL players played twenty seasons. Yeah, dude. I yeah. We'll see, but I think it'll be a good game. But yeah. I, I think Bucks take it. Yeah. I okay, so then moving forward to division predictions, yep. Jags Chiefs. Who you got? 
Chiefs. I mean, I, I would as much as I would sit here and love to say Trevor Lawrence has another great game because he's a dog. He's not. I, I don't he's think, not that guy. I don't think that there's any way the Jags beat the Chiefs here. I mean, what do you think, Joe? I yeah, I think I've got Chiefs. Jags got lucky to barely beat the Titans. I agree. They got lucky the again with the Chargers being down twenty-seven nothing. Yes, great comeback. I just do not see that continuing with the Chiefs. Mm -mm. Yeah. So I think I think Chiefs all the way here. Yeah, me too. Giants Eagles. I think the Giants Eagles. This might be a little bit of unpopular opinion here. Tell me, tell me what because you think. Danny Dimes played great. Giants had a great game plan. Eagles win by three scores. I don't even think it's close. I think with the bye week being in Philadelphia. And a, and a healthy Jalen Hurts, I think I think Eagles win three scores. It's not I even I think close. that you are absolutely wild for that. I think Eagles win. Yep. I think you're right there. Jack, I think it's a close game. I though. think it's over by the third quarter. I think I the think third quarter, you're turning on something. <laughs> you're saying you're resting starters in this? Yeah, I'm saying fourth quarter, Eagles rest Jalen Hurts. No, but I do think Eagles win. Yeah, I think they win by a substantial Bengals margin. Bills. Third quarter, you're turning on a rerun of your favorite TV show. Clip that. <laughs> All right, Bengals, Bills, who you got? This one is such a great divisional matchup. Overall, I got to stick with my gut, just like I did last year. Joe Burr. Mm. Joe Burr, even with the hurt offensive line. Okay. It's going to take the Bengals. This one is going to be very close. Not like the Eagles three scores. This one's going to be, I think, a three-point win by the Bengals. Okay, I like close game. I think Bills take it though. I think mm. they clean up some. They get I just sloppy. They they were sloppy, sloppy last week. I think they're just the better sloppy. team right now with injuries. Sloppy, <laughs> sloppy. I think Joe Mixon needs to block way better, especially with a hurdle line. And he's like, normally pretty solid too. Well, he's a great running back. I don't think he's great blocking. Yeah. So I think that's going to hurt them. I don't really see their defense doing a lot against the bills i think it's gonna be a high scoring game i think bills take it yeah i think there's some turnovers and excitement and a little bit of back and forth i see bills winning I still like them going to the super bowl yeah okay well i agree to disagree okay and then since we don't yeah since we don't know this yet let's do cowboys versus 49ers and then bucks versus 49ers yep. so cowboys 49ers 49ers i mean the 49ers they looked a complete would you say, I mean, on both sides yeah. of the ball? I think Eagles are also a very complete looking team mm -hmm. for the NFC wise. I think 49ers, though, are just so complete yeah. with all the offensive weapons that they've built this year, plus the defense just being unreal. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it would be really tough not to have an Eagles 49ers matchup in the NFC championship. Mm -hmm. So Giants could do it, but I don't see no, Cowboys beating No, Joe, three TDs, baby. All right, then Bucks, if it's Bucks 49ers. I think Tom Brady, as much as as much as this might be a controversial take, I think he gets crushed by the 49ers. I agree. We saw what that regular season, the towards the end of it looked yep. like. I just don't even, yeah. the, the Bucks, even with Tom Brady, don't match up well against the 49ers. No, dude. The 49ers are gonna score. They're gonna score on the Bucks. They're also gonna lock down the Bucks. Yeah. I don't see that going well. Uh yeah, you can argue Brock Purdy versus Tom Brady. How does that look? Yeah. I don't think it matters who the 49ers quarterback well, is. Well, just because they have well, so many weapons. They've got, yeah, you've got Debo and yep. Christian McCaffrey, both mm. healthy, both looking unreal. Don't forget Mitchell. Well, right. Mitchell's coming in pretty solid. Yeah. One of them have been on running. Sometimes one of them has a little bit of an off week. Yeah. 
look good. Brandon Ayuk gets slept on. He's looking Ayuk. very good. Uh, Jawan Jennings even. George Kittle has been hot. Yes. I yes. mean, man, I just... 49ers. They're going to the Super Bowl. They're okay. winning the Super Bowl. All right. Oh, plants a bold call. So let's do some... some. What's that? Bold call. Bold call. 49ers in the Super Bowl. They're not going to beat the Eagles. Eagles won my three scores against the Niners, too. Wild. All right. <laughs> One minute news. You want to hit it first? Uh, Yes. There has been a huge winner in the Mega Millions out of Maine that won $1.35 billion. Inflation fell from 7.1% in November, year over year, to 6.5% in December. Mm, what a newscaster. Mm. Trevor Lawrence joins Ben Roethlisberger as the second quarterback to throw four picks and four touchdowns in a playoff game as the Jags came back from a 27-point deficit to beat the Chargers. And then this was cool. DeMar Hamlin was back in the Bills facility this week. Just looked like a super heartwarming moment, uh, although he watched the game at home. In more heavier news, there was a plane crash in Nepal that was carrying 72 passengers, and unfortunately there's 68 so far that are confirmed dead. News out of Alabama basketball, for Darius Miles is charged in connection with a capital mur murder case with another individual outside mm. of Alabama's campus. In a new development in the unraveling of Congressman George Santos, a Brazilian news outlet is reporting that on-the-record woman who traveled with Santos is claiming that he drained her bank accounts and pawned all of her jewelry, which is tough. Dude, have you been following this at all? You know, I actually have not been. I don't even know who that is. Okay, so this is the... Being the oblivious young man I am. <laughs> he is a congressman, newly elected, so like sworn in Where January 3rd from New York. And so in, I guess, December, so right before he got elected, first it came out that he, I haven't even heard of this college, but like claimed to have gone to Baruch, Baruch. Barracuda? Bar Bar Baruch. Some kind of college, never heard of it, and NYU, uh, and then worked in finance with Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Oh. Uh, turns out none of that was true. None of the institutions had any records of him. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. So then he admitted that that was made up. He's like, yeah, I embellished my resume a little bit. A little bit is interesting. So did he work for these companies no, at all? Like oh, they, the companies had no records. The colleges had oh. no records. So none of that was like at all true. Like just straight up, put it on your resume. Not true at all. Then... Apparently, he had this nonprofit that was called like Friends of Pets United, something like mm -hmm. that. Uh, that apparently no record or not really legitimate at all. Another interesting so one. So he just made up everything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Then he's, he said he had, like, had 13 properties, and then he was talking about this bill about landlords and so on and so on. Turns out that's not true. So most of it's not. Okay, so most well, of what this then, guy stands Get for. this. This is crazy. So he said he's Jewish uh, and that his grandmom was uh, fled to Brazil during World War II to uh -huh. escape uh, everything there. Uh, turns out, I guess, that he's not Jewish. And then he was talking about some kind of Jewish conversion to Catholicism. And he's like, well, I meant I was Jew-ish, like Jew-like, <laughs> like Jew-ish. Wow. Wow. So- I mean, just seems yeah. ridiculous. Then uh, it's come out that he's under investigation for discrepancies in financial disclosures, mm. which I didn't really read a lot about this. It's just kind of what I've seen. And then I saw that like Deutsche Bank, apparently he used to go by a different name, which is also a little bit of a red sketch. flag. A little sketch. sketch. Uh, Deutsche Bank 
king of sketch was not doing business with him because he was too sketchy that they were like, this is fraud and he's in a Ponzi scheme oh. or something like that. Or Ponzi schemes bad. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're on top. Yeah. And if you're the one doing it, I mean, then seems like a good thing. Seems to me. like a great deal. But like anyway. the Madoff, you watch the Madoff Netflix docuseries. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that's what this feels like. Or do you watch Inventing Anna with no, um, no, no. Uh, Julia Garner? But, Julia Garner's great, though. Yeah, she's like, since the role in Ozarks, she's just like so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but this was an immigrant who came in, it's based on a true story. And she wanted to make this kind of like social club, kind of like a co working space, but like super up class. Uh, anyway, got these huge banks to sign on for deals. Everything was fabricated about her past. She said that she was like an immigrant from this like royalty basically. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't true. And anyway, wow. so just super wild. And, and That's what this feels like, which I don't understand. How could someone who's getting sworn into Congress in 2023? How do they not check that? Exactly. Like even I feel like some jobs they do like background checks as far as like you received income. Yeah, and from... here's a minor job of running the country. I understand it's not like president running, but like but still kind you're of, a big deal. of New York. So then everything with this Brazilian report, and apparently there was something that happened when he was 16 in Brazil where him and his mom were caught up in some kind of fraud mm. or a scam. So is he gonna resign? People are calling for it, but yeah, he he doubled down. I was like, no, I'm not gonna resign unless every single one had voted for me calls for it so wow i mean he's a republican and all the republicans there are like in this state of new york are calling for him to resign and so we'll see i mean he's on the hot seat but this is just wow. i mean realistically i think something will come out legally soon where he's gonna have to yeah, yeah. it's just crazy i'm just ready for the hulu series that comes out i know in, the in netflix docuseries that comes out 100 percent. yeah uh but okay so speaking of this oh, crazy, I think it's my favorite is, segment. Yeah, we're going into Florida Man, which is becoming one of my favorites. Honestly, the fake made up stuff is just not matching like the craziness of reality. We've got this George Santos thing, yep. the Florida Man stories. Today, though, it is a Florida woman story. Oh, yeah, they're crazy too. We don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. So story one. A Florida woman broke into a police station, yep. eats officers' chicken and asparagus, and gets arrested after leaving her ID behind. <laughs> the woman smashed a window to enter the station in the early hours of the morning, took two ready-made chicken and asparagus meals from the fridge, and proceeded to microwave one. She then consumed the meal inside of the kitchen in the police station, leaving the asparagus behind on the counter. The next morning, police were able to track her down quickly because she had accidentally left her ID and entire wallet behind. <laughs> That seems like something you would do. <laughs> Break in or leave in my wallet. Leave your wallet and then eat chicken. <laughs> Leaving the asparagus super healthy. Okay, there's story number two. A Florida woman's adventure to the zoo took a frightening turn when she found herself in the wrong exhibit. The woman reportedly trespassed into the central Florida zoo in the early hours of the morning to take a picture of herself with a sloth for her Instagram account. <laughs> After entering the exhibit she believed belonged to the sloth, she was horrified to discover a cougar <laughs> instead of sloths. Common mistake. Common mistake. <laughs> Thankfully, a security guard noticed the woman entering the exhibit and was able to rescue and detain oh. her before the cougar was aggravated. Oh, thank goodness. So <laughs> Close I, I love these stories because they're both so crazy that they could be true. Yeah. But, like, honestly, none of them even feel that crazy for Florida. I know. But here, here's what I think. Story two, Joe has got to be fake, and this is why. You used Instagram. You I thought that made Instagram it more believable. Account, and you're a content creator. 
I just thought that that made it more You're, believable because no, it's like, but no. like how you could totally see an influencer trying to like sneak in yeah. for like, but I know picture. if you're trying to make up a story, then I would put Instagram like is top of mind because you use Instagram all the time for content. That's fair. That's fair. So story two. Is I thought fair. I had you there. Come on. I felt good two about that story. Three. So two and one advancing to the next yeah, two round. two and one. Feels good. That's tough. You got a question? Yes. And I think this one is exciting for me. Would you rather fight a chicken to death every time you get in the car, every single time, yep. bang, bang, or an orangutan to death once a year, but you have a sword? Okay, let me ask a question with this. Okay. For the chicken, when you kill it, is that like free groceries? Like, do you no. just get it? Oh, it just dies. It just like disappears. No Does it evaporate? It, yeah, it evaporates. Just, okay. No one knows. Like, you don't have to sit here in front of people, kill chickens all the time. But if you get like, if you were getting in the car with someone. No, oh. they wouldn't know. Oh, they wouldn't even see you kill a chicken. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then for the orangutan, is the sword, is it like a Harry Potter it, sword? I don't that know just if it matters. Does, oh, about the chicken? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd yeah. tell people. Uh, so for the sword for the orangutan, chicken. does it just like pop up? Like Yeah. So as soon as you see an orangutan, like you're notified. It's not when you sleep. You're given a sword, like a lightsaber almost. It just comes in your hand. But the orangutan has the motive and the aggression to kill you. And that's just at any point in the year. Correct. It can happen podcasting. It can happen at church. It can, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, chicken would be easy. You just like snap the neck, move on. You'd become numb to it. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't say they're orangutan. I'm going to get trained up. I'm going to be the best sword fighter. You're insane. That's not up for debate. No, you're literally insane. Dude, because here's the thing. I would crush it. That would be exhilarating. People would pay money for that. I, I would not because I know you would die. Like You would die. No. You, I dude, would live. You, had a you sword, would die. If you had a sword against an aggressive orangutan, you're going to die. Why? Because I know why you would die. Why would I die? Because you're going to try to hit it with the sword. It's going to dodge you and just grab you by the neck. How do you think I'm fighting like? <gasps> yes. Even as athletic as you are, I think a 300 pound, five foot, eight foot wingspan orangutan. Dude, you're saying like eight foot like it's crazy. If my wingspan six feet with a sword, that's more than but eight how feet. how big is a sword? Like three feet, four feet? So you have one foot. On this orangutan? This orangutan no, that's not the way that wingspan works. You're going to get murdered that's, by this okay. orangutan. Say if it's six feet, will we'll give me like three feet right here, plus a sword, that's seven feet. Theirs is at four feet, like the wingspan both sides. It's not like it's extending out from their body eight You're going to die. I, no. I don't think there's, I think maybe, okay, if you do it 10 times, maybe you get two. Maybe you kill them twice, but the other eight, you die. So I you know, go, I go chicken, man. But you don't think that you fight an orangutan a couple times. You're like, oh, I get how to fight them now. Like no. if you, it, first each time, one's different. Each one has a different personality. They fight the same way though. No, they don't. And because I keep winning, I learn from each fight. They're dead. They can't tell anyone they're dead. No, they can't tell anyone, but they, everyone has a different personality. Mm -mm, you're wrong. I would hundred percent rather just strangle a chicken every time I got in a Okay. I'll, I'll give you this. Yours is the smart choice, but man. Like you're gonna actually I'm gonna die. Have fun. You can't die by a chicken, but you can 100% die by an aggressive orangutan. I'm the orangutan weighs almost two times what you weigh. I'm light on my feet. <laughs> You're gonna be light in their mouth. Hard to argue with that. Yeah, dude, you're crazy for picking that, but okay. All Stupid. right. Well, my growth mindset for the week then is 
to like get better at fighting so I can be an orangutan. Yeah, well, that should be, right? Yeah. I mean, there's no way, um, last thing I'm going to say, you being an orangutan, even with sword. In fact, you could have well, a okay, gun. Hold on. You, <laughs> you, you, you said lightsaber is one of them. That's a huge difference. No, no, no. You give no, me a lightsaber, no, they're no, done. No, it's a sword, but it's okay. like, it pops in your hand like a lightsaber in Star Wars. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead with your spiel. Dude, this is majorly switching gears and so boring. You mm -hmm. want to know what the growth mindset for the week for me? And this kills me to say, I want to get better at sleeping more at night. Mm. I thought that I was so smart and had this hack for the last like three years trying to build this company of, I need more time in the day. Why don't I just not sleep not that sleep, much? sleep, right. Makes sense. Turns out what? your body will catch up. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I've been sick the last- you have been sick a lot lately. It's just my body, like no immune system. I'm exhausted now. My body's like, yo, you want me to be a orangutan fighting level? You got to step it up. So, so you're going to take your, your, you're saying that you have a weak immune system, your words, not mine, and that you're tired. No, no, no. no. At take, the moment, I have a weak immune system. But if the orangutan comes in right now, you think with a weak immune system and tired, you beat it. Yeah, adrenaline, okay. bro. All right. That's not, okay. I disagree. We'll just disagree there. But, uh, so how often are you sleeping every night? Like, what do you add? What do you think? I mean, obviously it changes, but. I think I was sub six for a long, long Shut period of time. Were you Like really? it actually, yeah. In fact, so I used to have a whoop and when it actually factored in time that I was asleep, there were a lot of nights at like the five thirty, five forty. Just because A, you couldn't go to sleep or B, you didn't get in bed. Like both. I think I would shoot for like six and a half hours in bed or seven and then not fall asleep for an hour well assuming that that meant that that was good sleep because i was like oh if i'm trying well like say that i was shooting for seven i'm like okay if i'm gonna wake up at 6 30 go to bed at like 11 30 whatever i would actually get in bed at 11 45 set my alarm try to like then do like some tough snooze sleeping anyway i realized a couple things one i need to be in bed more two i need to start a routine to allow myself to get in bed three i like working at night and I can hit a like good flow state. But when I do that and then immediately try to go to sleep, I just don't sleep well because yeah. my mind's like in that flow it's just, state. It's just too. creative. Like it's, it's constant. Yeah. Working. And then, and then even if it's like some of it's creative and some of it's just like catching up on work and then there's like a flustered, almost stress state, you which need gets carried to sleep. I think. Yeah. So I Maybe really create like a nightly routine. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I want to build a nice nightly routine that actually separates work a little bit, which this is a whole other conversation. People talked about it a little bit with, COVID and working from home of like, how do you separate work and life? And yeah, it's at tough. some point we'll do I like a work-life balance type yeah. questions. Uh, but then being business owners, it's even harder to separate. Like you're always thinking about it. Yeah. And so I've like just got to create, company. yeah, I've just got to create some type of routines that allow me to separate work from, or not even that separate work from, but like, okay, if I need good sleep, how do I create these rhythms to support that instead of fighting yeah. it? So yeah. Well, Super good for you, man. Exhilarating. Good for you. Sleep more. Yeah, good for you. What you got? Good for you. For me, it's it's still on the learning theme. Man, I've become kind of hyper fixated on marketing lately. Yeah. Not just uh for Binax and my company, but overall, just like brand image, emotion, perception, awareness, content, baby. We could talk about content for years. But yeah, man, I mean, just for me, it's just, it's still more of a learning mindset, right? Like Sure. I said my, my word for 2023 is just learning, speed. Like I want to make, hopefully not costly mistakes, but as many mistakes and learn learn from them as possible. So I'm going to keep up with a learning mindset, man. 
Well, dude, I think that's huge. And I would add not even just learning, but like just the way that you consume things like you create based off of how you consume. And so Man, that's good. Yeah. I wish it was mine. I've heard it. Places. Clip that. Clip that. But uh, the thing with it is like nothing new is under the sun. Like you're not going to create something fresh. And so we adapt and we modify things, but we are constantly taking in our surroundings. So like the way that you consume different brands is going to affect the way that you create your own, like the way that you experience different brand voices or stuff like that matters a lot. Yep. And so I, I think that that's all wrapped up with the learning of how are you experiencing things? Then you know how to create experiences out of that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot more of the consuming while still taking action. So it's like simultaneous, like I'm consuming and trying different stuff with the company and trying different stuff with social media. And so Anyway, I think that's that's the way I got to do it. It's like just while I'm learning, make like you know make some yeah. mistakes and hopefully have some successes from that. But anyway, all right. So for the draft, mm. I'm thinking best emojis. So it could be most used. It could be. Do I get the first pick? You get first pick. Okay. Just it could be a brand new one that you just stumbled upon and you like. But let, let's hear them. I'm looking at just like some of my most recently used, and one of the ones I've been using a lot that I really enjoy is the one that has like the two hands over his eyes, but the one's peak. I look like, it's like, like, yeah, it's like, what are you looking at? What's going so That's my dude, number one. It's like a little like a peekaboo of like, oh no. Yeah, can, what's going can, on? What's up? Yeah, I shouldn't be looking, but yet I am. Okay, I, I like it. that. Uh, number one for me, I'm going to do the sunglass emoji. Like with the, the face cool wearing a Well, I don't know if that's the case or if I just feel so cool when I use that emoji. Like you can't use it and not feel like you're the coolest person. Very true. I mean, you have to feel that way. To it's like it. you're wearing a backwards hat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Next one for me, man. I'm going to say the fire emoji. Mm. Why? I know if that was on my list. Why? Why? Because Because you just have these hot takes. There's no other emoji when you have a, a, an outfit that just goes so hard that it's just mm. fire. When you have a Joe Burrow outfit. Oh, Joe Burrow. You know, ice cold. Ice it's and fire. Ice. Yeah, yeah. Song of ice and fire. Number two for me is the eyes. I just love that. Yeah, just like I that. use it oh, all yeah, the yeah. time of like, it just fits for anything. Yeah, yeah. Number three for me, I'm going with a soldier. Soldier? The the emoji that's like this, the half. The salute? Yeah, the salute oh, guy. I had that as like a potential. Oh, I like that. That is a good one. Uh, it's like, yes, sir. Mm. I like that. I'm going to do the monkey covering its eyes. I just love oh, that. That's, yeah, it's a cute one. It's a fun. A yeah, cute one? That's nah, a cute it's one. a funny one. No, it's cute. <laughs> All right. I am going to... What is this? Four or five for it's me? Four, four for you. I'm going to go with the the guy or gal that does like the, this. The, you know? It was I'm like... Looking, a, do you remember the little thing you would copy and paste online of like the shrugs? Yeah. With the characters of like, here's a parenthesis. Yeah. And, then, and then now there's oh, an man, emoji. It's an emoji so, for it. Look how bang, I use that changed. all the time. I don't know. Mm. I'm going to do the wonky face. Wonky, wonky. You know what I'm talking about? I where it's like know. a eyebrows up to the side and like, let me show you. I think I know what you're talking about. This one at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. It's one. like unsure almost, right? Yeah. It's like unsure or like, how do I respond to this? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. And to round it out, I'm going to do that emoji that's like happy, kind of like smiling, but it's like crying tears. Do you like a little like, bit emotional these days? Sometimes, yeah. I get a little bit nervous sometimes too. Real men have feelings. I have a lot of feelings. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I'm a little torn here. Part of me wants to go with the the classic millennial laughing face. Uh-huh. It's used a lot. But LOL. This is off the wall. I've I i do not think I've ever used this emoji. 
but the wrestling guys just look like they're tickling each other. <laughs> it's a little tickle fight. I'm gonna you. I'm gonna put that right beside your contact name. It's I don't know Joe if I Wise like this. Wrestling I think I have guys. instant regrets already. Yeah, I'm. De- I'm actually changing it right now. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> and do, do, do that you actually change it? No. Do, do you change it right oh, now? Yeah. Yeah, you're, it's not Joe Wise oh, with the rest I have, of the guys. I think I have regrets about this, yeah. but anyway, no, thanks for no listening. No regrets. No regrets. Not even one letter. Thank you guys for listening. If you're still listening, and if you want to do us a little favor, you can subscribe. Yep. Follow. Share like, with people. Share. Check us out on social media yes. at Undrafted Amateurs, TikTok, com. and Instagram. Still yeah. not dot com. <laughs> still not the way that usernames, aka handles, work. TikTok. Goog. Spotify, Apple. Leave ratings, comments, concerns. all of those things. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. like the, it's like the side of like the soda. Where it's like comments or concerns. Call this number or quandaries. All right, so we're gonna give out Joe's personal cell phone. If you have any comments or concerns, peace. <laughs>